we pick up at the bottom of Tet Zion Amud Bet 16b. Rabbi Huda Omer Loayu Tzarech Lomar Zichronot. Rabbi Huda says as part of the Mishnah, he said that you don't have to say Zichronot and Shofarot. And the Gemara asks Amar of Araba Demin Yafo. He says Matama Rabbi Huda. What is Rabbi Huda's reason for this that you say you don't say Zichronot and Shofarot? He says Lefidish Einomrim Zichronot v'Shofarot. You don't say it. Ela Baruch Hashana V'Yovlot V'Sh the only time you say uh, those zikronot and shofarot are on Rosh Hashanah, which we well know, Yovel as well, which we have discussed, and also uh, at times of war. Right, so now we continue with the next part of the Mishnah. Ari Shonat, Hayu Omer, Mishana et Avram. So we said on the first set of fasts, you say, uh, I mean on the first additional brochet, these are not the first set of fasts, these are the seven fasts uh, as we've had. Uh, it says, Mishana uh, to Avraham, who answered Avraham. Okay, and then we had went, gone through in, at length uh, what, what, you know, the, the Nusach the, of, of these brachot. And now we say uh, Avraham. So we, we started with Avraham uh, as part of the first bracha. And now we say Tana, uh, there is an opinion, Yesh Mechalfin, Taka Eliyahu Tfilat Shmuel. Some switch out, uh, calling out to Eliyahu, to Elijah, and Tfila and prayer to Shmuel. Uh, and uh, and uh, the Gemara says Bishlama Gabe Shmuel. We can understand with Shmuel. Ketiv Tfila Ketiv Beitzaka. It's both of the, st- uh, the 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 word of Tfila is mentioned with Shmuel, and it's mentioned Saka calling out with uh, Shmuel as well. So therefore, we can say some people reverse it, no problem. Ella Gabe Eliyahu with Eliyahu. It says Tfila Ketiv. Uh, it's only written Tfila uh, it, as part of. Uh, the uh, the davening and uh, we say it's aka uh, it says locative by locative sorry it's not written about him that he cried out and the Gemara answers no ana aneni Hashem aneni answer me Hashem answer me lashon tzakai that is equivalent to uh, calling out to Hashem all right uh, the next uh, part of it it says ala alashishi to amar mishana et yona etc alashvit mishana et et David vet Shlomo right so we do the sixth bracha we say is yona and the seventh bracha is about David and Shlomo who answered David and Shlomo? Mechti, the Gemara says, just uh, uh, let's think about this. Yona, Bata, David, and Shlomo have Yona lived after David and Shlomo. Uh, you know, that, uh, much later, David and Shlomo were the first set of kings. Uh, that we, we had Shaul, and then we had David, we had Shlomo. So it's right early on in the in the thing uh, in the. Uh, in, the, in the time period of kings, uh, Yona lives much later, uh, much later on. <clears throat> so therefore, why do we have uh, David and Shlomo last? And the Gemara answers, Mishum, because you want to finish off uh, the set of brachot with uh, having mercy on the land. And, and, and the people uh, that uh, David and Shlomo, uh, they were most connected with uh, the uh, uh, the land, uh, more specifically, uh, you know that uh, the the temple as well, uh, and which is the centre really of Eretz Israel. So the land is intimately connected uh, with Eretz Israel. Um, okay, and Tana Mishum Sumchos Amru. In Sumchos' name said Baruch Mashpil Haramim. The last bracha is uh, Blessed is Hashem who humbles uh, those that are uh, haughty. Okay, and uh, and that's it. So so really. Um, 
this could be, if you connect it then to David and Shlomo, it seems a bit strange that, um, that, that we would even mention uh, something like haughtiness. David was the opposite of haughty, uh, with that uh, David in, in, in his Tehillim mentions he's like, he's like nothing, he's, you know, he's, uh, um, you know absolutely um, you know, humbled, uh, etc. So therefore, it's, it's a bit strange uh, to do it, but maybe it could be that uh, uh, you know, humbles the haughty. They, they were models of uh, humbling themselves. So we say how much they humbled themselves, uh, that is an example. Uh, to everyone else, despite their, their greatness and their power could have got to their head, it never actually did uh, get to their head. So actually, there's uh, in, in praise of them, uh, but not you know, not definitely not to denigrate them. Okay, moving on to the next part of the Mishnah, change in, in tack. Uh, we move. Shalosh Tanya Terishonot, the first three fasts, Anshe Mishmar, Mitanim Velo Mashlimim. We said the people of the Mishmar, uh, they are the, the 24 Kwanim, uh, 24 groups of Kwanim, uh, one serving a week. If the fast comes, uh, they, they uh, serve. Um, they start fasting, they serve in the, in the temple that week, uh, they start fasting, but they don't complete it. And then we'd said uh, the people in the Beit Av uh, are even less um, inclined to fast uh, with that. So whatever the Mishmar does, the Beit Av does even less. All right, so Tanu Rabbana. Now, uh, let's uh, talk about that. Uh, and we say, you know, what, uh, and uh, we say those people, not, not talking about uh, fasting, we also mentioned that they can't drink wine. Tan Rabbanan, Bibnei Ma Amru, and Shay Mishmar, Muturin, Lishtoti Yain, Belaylot, Aval Lobi Amin. The people of the Mishmar are allowed to drink wine at night, uh, but not during the day. So there's actually Machloket, uh, when is this uh, time period to drink wine, uh, um, you know, when they are allowed to do it. We said at night. Uh, there's some dispute as whether it's the night before uh, they'd be allowed to do it, or actually. Is it the night after? Uh, because the day, the the night uh, in the temple actually follows the day, which is the reverse of what actually happens in the rest of um, Jewish life. Uh, that obviously we know that uh, the night comes and that's the beginning of the day. So the question is whether they drink wine at night, uh, whether which night that we would be allowed to drink uh, the wine. All right. So anyway, um, and uh, we say why? You know what? Uh, why would would they be allowed to drink wine at night? They said if he uh, sorry, Shema Tikhbad Avoda Because what could happen is they are reserves. The people of the Mishma are reserves for the the people in the uh, um, in in the uh, the Beit Av. And if it, the work gets too hard uh, for the people, there's too much to do on the, for the Beit Av. Yavo Visamu Lahem. They will come and help them. Uh, that's what they do. They uh, come and assist. Uh, in the, uh, the other, their fellow Kwanim. And obviously, if you are assisting in the temple service, then you can't have drunk anything. And the people of the Beit Av can't uh, drink neither during the night or during the day. They're always busy with the Avoda uh, during the day and the night. Uh, of their watch, and this, you know, kind of indicates that uh, they'd busy the night after as well. They were the burning of the of the fats, etc., on the mizbech, the the whole night that can last up to the whole night. All right, and uh, it says mikan amru, and therefore they said general rule ko kohen shemakir mishmato umishmerit beit av shelo. If you are able to identify your mishmar as well as your beit av, your day shabbatai shabbatai avotav kavuin 
Sham, and you know for sure that your Beit Av uh, was exactly there at which time of the year. Uh, your Beit Av was in the Beit Amikdash. Uh, that day, you're definitely not allowed to drink wine. Uh, because uh, it, c- it could be that all of a sudden the temple will be rebuilt and, uh, and you'll have to quickly rush to the service uh, over there. Uh, and it says, and now what happens is, uh, that's if you know exactly. So a, a lot of knowledge in this case is, is uh, restrictive in a certain sense, but uh, less knowledge, uh, almost counterintuitively, is, is worse, as we'll see. Uh, if you know the, your general Mishmar, uh, but you don't know exactly which Beit Av you are part of, then your Da'a, Shabbat uh, Av Kuin Shaman, you know for sure that your Beit Av was uh, in the... Um, uh, in, in that uh, at, at that time of year, okay. Uh, you're not allowed to drink wine that whole week uh, because you're not sure which one is going to be. Uh, you know, you know it's your week, but you don't know which day you're on. So therefore, it's, you're forbidden for the whole week. Uh, now, Mishmar third level. If you don't know your Mishmar, Mishmerit Beit Av If you don't know your Mishmar nor your Beit Av, Shibati Batavatav, Kavun Sham, but you know your Beit Av, okay, uh, that uh, you knew your Beit Av was in the temple. Asu Lishtot, Yahan Kulashana, the whole year uh, you're not allowed to, to drink wine because any day really could be your specific day to serve in the temple, okay. So that means, Kwanim, uh, if you take it to his logical conclusion, everything's gotten confused. And now uh, that, uh, you know, Kwanim actually shouldn't be able to drink anything uh, ever uh, because Bimhera, Yibana Beit Amikdash, hopefully the temple will be rebuilt speedily and uh, the Kwanim will have to go serve immediately. Uh, and that's it. So now, Rebbe, Omer, Rebbe says, Eva, Omerani, Asay. Really, a Kohen that, uh, you know, who, who even knows his Mishmar and his Beit Av should be not allowed to drink wine ever, uh, okay? And, and really the reason is, uh, you know, because uh, uh, they could, uh, the temple could get rebuilt at any time and all the Kohanim might have to go in and serve and some might be Tameh, etc. So any Kohen really might be called in uh, as, a, uh, as a resource on that day. And therefore, uh, it could be, that uh, all Kwanim aren't allowed to drink, uh, says Rebbe. Really, that's uh, the strict uh, rule. Really, no, they shouldn't be allowed to drink wine ever. Aval, Ma'ayah say, what can I do? She tikunato kilkulato. You know, the, the tikkun, the, the, the thing that makes it better, uh, is, uh, is, 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 um, uh, makes it disrupted. In other words, it's uh, strange, you know, like, uh, because the temple... Uh, could get uh, rebuilt, and so much of the te- uh, the uh, so many years have passed uh, since the temple has been destroyed, and therefore, uh, you know, the, the, it's almost like a benefit for the Kainim uh, that the, the the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash, because now they can still drink wine uh, over there. All right, so so that is. Uh, you know, the, he, he, it's to his benefit that uh, there is such a uh, uh, the destruction almost. It's kind of a strange way of uh, of putting it. And it says, Amar Abai says about this. Command Shatu Haidna Kohane Kamra. And who do Kohanim drink wine like today? Karebi. They must hold like Rebi. All right. Um, continuing. Anche Mishmar, Anche Mamad, Asrim de Sapor, Lakabais, Makamishi Muta, Mipne, Kavoda Shabbat. The Kwanim of that Mishmar uh, and the Mamad, uh, which we said uh, were. 
the Israelim uh, of that uh, of that year as well. They were also split up and they had to kind of uh, serve in their towns, etc. We'll see more about this at the end of our Masechet. Uh, they can't cut their hair and they can't wash their clothes, uh, except on Thursday they are allowed to do it. My timer, what is the reason for this? And we had mentioned this uh, when we discussed the Mishnah. Amar Rabba Bachana, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, and he says, Kedai Shlo Yechnasu Lemishmartem Kishahim Munuvalim. Uh, so that they can't walk in, uh, you know, unshaven and, uh, and without their clothes washed. They have to look nice, spick and span, uh, because they are serving in the Beit HaMikdash, so they've got to look uh, very smart. All right, so now, uh, similar to that, you know, leading on to a Taner Melech, Mr. Parabacholion. A king has to have his hair cut every single day. He has to look. Uh, it says you should see a king in his glory, be Yofya. Uh, you have to see him in his glory, and therefore, one of the things that you do is cut his hair every day. Obviously, you can't uh, go for a, a full haircut uh, because it doesn't grow in a, in a day, but he just has to make sure that every hair is in place. Kwan Garol, Me'erev Shabbat, Le'erev Shabbat. Kwan Garol has his hair cut once a week. Kwan Hedjot, Echad Le'shloshim Yom. Kohen, normal Kohen, ordinary Kohen, has a haircut once every 30 days. All right, so Melech, Mr. Pabbe Cholyom, as he has the Pasuk, a king has his haircut every day, Ma'atama, what is reason? Ama. Rabbi Abba Bazavda, he says, Amakra, the Pasuk says, Melech Biofyo, you should see the king in his beauty. Uh, and that is, uh, you know, with a nice haircut. Kohen Gadol, Erev Shabbat, Erev Shabbat. Kohen Gadol, you know, from one Friday to the next. Okay, Ma'atama, what is the reason? Amrashmu by Yitzhak, he says, Well, Mishmarot, Mitchachot, because a new Mishmar comes in and he has to see the Kohen. His first impression of the Kohen Gadol has got to be one of, uh, of awe and reverence. Uh, and therefore, he's got to look uh, very nice over there. So every Friday. Okay, Kohen Hedjot, Tachatlish Loshim Yom, a normal Kohen, once every 30 days. Minalan, where do we know this from? Atya Pera Pera Minazu. We say, talking about his uh, long hair, his locks of hair, uh, it says that uh, there's a Gazara Shava linking the word, uh, or, you know, these, these locks uh, to, you know, the other word. Ketiv Hacha, para lo talking about the Kohanim Parsha Timur, says they're not allowed to, uh, actually not uh, anymore, there's actually a Chesko, which is going to be interesting, as uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pick up on. It says uh, they... Um, you're not allowed to shave their heads, uh, but on the other, on the other hand, opera uh, law is and not allowed to send forth uh, their hair. Uh, in other words, grow these um, pera, these uh, these locks, long locks uh, of hair. Motiv hatam uh, talking about a Nazir, and this is in Parsha Nasser, uh, his hair has to be holy and he has to grow. Uh, he has to do the opposite. Uh, Gadel, Perish, Arosho. He has to grow his locks. So almost in some ways, uh, they're, they're both the Kohen Gadol, uh, a Kohen Gadol and a Nazir actually share a lot of in common. They both can't be become Tame uh, for dead people, etc. But they're the opposite when it comes to their hair growth. And then even from a normal Kohen, so uh, uh, a, a Nazir has to wear his hair long. Ma'ala halan shloshim. And the same thing uh, for shloshim, uh, that uh, he says that uh, um, 30 days, it's, it's 30 days, uh, the, the minimum amount of time uh, for a Nazir to grow his hair is 30 days. The Mormon will show that presently. Afkan um, shloshim, so too a Kohen has to... Um, 
do for the 30 days. Unazu, uh, and how do we know in terms of Unazu that uh, when we say uh, uh, long hair means 30 days growth, Amar of Matna, he says, uh, the standard period, undefined period uh, of Nazirut is 30 days, Milan, and where do we know? Amakra, the Pasuk says, Yihye, because uh, it says, Kodesh Yihye, his hair should be holy, Yihye, and Yihye, Begamatria, Tlatim Have, the value is 30. One of the only times in the whole Torah, still one of the only times in the Gemara where a Pasuk from the Torah is used as a Gematria. Okay, other times uh, Gematria is used uh, by um, commentators and stuff like that, but this is an explicit uh, gematria uh, mentioned uh, for, for this uh, instance. Okay, Amara Leira Papa La Bias or Papa Ostabai Vidilma Haki Kamarahmana. Maybe this is what uh, the um, uh, Shem means uh, in talking about Yechezkel, uh, where it talks about their law, Lilabru Klal, maybe Kwanim aren't allowed to have their hair cut uh, at all. I mean, their the hair grow at all. What does that mean? The, the Pasuk in Yechezkel says, you know, they, they should, um, maybe they have to have a haircut every single day. Uh, we, we said the maximum amount of time is 30 days. Maybe it means, it says, you're not allowed to, you know, um, you're not allowed to shave your heads, but you're not allowed to grow long hair. So, you know, maybe it just means having extremely short hair all the time. Uh, and as we said, cutting every day. Uh, it says, no, um, I'm a rabbi, uh, I'm a sorry, rabbi, says back to him, if it says they're not allowed to grow uh, these locks, uh, then it would, have, it would have been maybe as you suggested. However, it means that means that there are locks, uh, but they're not allowed to send them forth. In other words, they're not allowed to grow them. Uh, it says, it's still got to be a lock of hair, uh, but you're not allowed to send it out, you're not allowed to grow it very long. So therefore, that's what it means. It must be, you are allowed to grow it, but you're not allowed to grow it long. Uh, so therefore, we learn from there that 30 days is the maximum. Uh, the Gemara says, Iyaki, um, even today, Nami, so uh, even today, uh, the, the Kwanim should not uh, be allowed to grow their hair longer than 30 days. Uh, because it must, might be the same as drinking wine, as we've just had. So it says, uh, No, uh, then, uh, so the, the answer is actually, sorry, it's like uh, drinking wine. Uh, the same way uh, as when you go into the temple, uh, that is, uh, drinking wine is not allowed. But uh, when you're not going to the temple, then you can drink it, as we saw with Anshay Mishmar at night, etc. Afach uh, same thing here. Uh, if you're not going to do the temple service, then you can let your hair grow a bit long. So the Gemara says, Vatanya, Rebbe Omer, Omer as we just had, Rebbe said, uh, I say, Kwanim, Asrim, Nulam. Really, Kwanim are not allowed to uh, drink wine forever. That would be the Halakha. Aval Ma'ese, what can I do? Shetakono, uh, Kilkalato. The, 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 the misfortune of the Beit HaMikdash uh, being destroyed is to the Quran's advantage. I'm a buy. Kuman Shacha Idna Kwane Hamra. So here too, who does the uh, who, who who do we go like that the Kwanim uh, are able to drink wine today? Karebi, it must be like Rebi. Miklal, the Rabana and Asri, it must be that uh, the rabbis say actually you're not allowed to, to drink uh, the wine. So so therefore it, it must mean that we go like Rebi, and if Rebi holds that you know what can we do? Uh, unfortunately the Beit HaMikdash has been destroyed uh, and uh, and and you're not allowed you know, so that's why I allow wine to be drunk. But in theory it shouldn't be 
shouldn't be drunk. So the rabbis would also say uh, that wine shouldn't be drunk. So uh, my timer. So then, then you know. So so the same thing. Yeah, with with their hair as well. They shouldn't be allowed to grow the hair. My timer. Why can they uh, grow their hair? Uh, please, please God, the Beit Hamikdash should be rebuilt uh, speedily, uh, very soon. And then, uh, what's going to happen is that if he's drunk wine, uh, then we're going to need him to serve. And it says Veleka, and there won't be if all the Kwanim are constantly drinking. Well, then there's going to be no one to serve, and that's uh, that would be terrible. So the same thing here. Uh, surely, it's, it's he's able uh, to cut his hair as well, and then come in straight away. Cutting your hair is not going to uh, take a long time. Uh, as opposed to uh, getting over. Uh, if you are drunk, uh, then you, you, it, it might take a bit of time for you to, uh, to to get over your drunken state. Iyaki says, but maybe there's another way around that. Uh, even if you've drunk wine, uh, there is a solution. Uh, maybe all you need to do is just sleep uh, a little bit. So once you sleep to aisle, then you can go into serve. Rami Ba'aba, as Rami Ba'aba says, Dami Rabi Ma'aba, he says, Derek Mill, Vashayna Kolshu, uh, what happens is if you walk a little bit uh, or else uh, you sleep uh, a little bit, just a, a walk a mill, uh, which is approximately a kilometer, um, and, uh, and even if you sleep a little bit, uh, that will uh, dispel and, and, and take away the effects of wine uh, that, that you've drunk. So that you, you wake up sober after, after, after a drink, okay? after going to sleep after a drink. Love, miyatma, la, however... The Gemara doesn't like that. Surely we've said about this. Amar Rav Nachon, Amar He says, Lo shanu ela b'shishata shur revit. It's only if you've drunk a little bit of, of wine, uh, the amount of a revit, uh, one revit, which is... Um, uh, you know, between 86 and about 140 odd uh, milliliters, uh, the, the gematria, of course, um, and cos uh, malay. All right, aval shata yotay mikrevit. If you've drunk more than a revit, koshkan shederik matriato v'shaino mshakro. The walking uh, any uh, a mile, uh, a kilometer, sorry, in in with a mill, uh, with you know, once you are drunk, actually makes you more disorientated, etc. Uh, You'll, you'll, you'll become exhausted even more and, and so too if you go to sleep um, and, uh, and, and you've had a bit too much to drink uh, then uh, it, it also is not uh, it, it, it will make you more drunk uh, when, you, when you kind of wake up you'll be very disorientated over there so that's not going to help uh, that is the difference between um, uh, the drinking wine and cutting your hair. Cutting your hair is a very short little thing. You just walk past the scissors and just clip, 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 and then away you go. Uh, Ravashi, my Ravashi gives a different uh, understanding, a difference between the two. Shtoyayan, the mechale avoda, a person who drinks wine, uh, he actually desecrates uh, the avoda, he actually um, defiles it. Okay, gazru um, rabanan. So therefore the rabbi said, uh, best to not drink wine ever uh, for koanim. Pray rosh, zero mechale avoda. You're not supposed to go in uh, with uh, with long hair uh, that's not the right thing to do uh, but it does not desecrate the avoda it does not desecrate the temple service uh, it says the rabbis did not uh, decree against uh, those people the Gemara says 
is that really so? Uh, uh, the following people will be subject to death uh, by Mitzah B'day Shemaim. Uh, it says, uh, people, Kohanim, who have drunk wine and also who have got their hair very long uh, while they serve. Uh, and we, we seem to equate uh, these two. Uh, it's written, the Pasuk, there's an explicit Pasuk written about people who drink wine uh, because the Pasuk in Akhremot says, So you're not allowed to drink wine or strong drink and you're not allowed to come, uh, you know, nor you and your sons when you come in, but otherwise uh, you will die. Uh, that is... Um, I think it's I think it is Akhremot that um, that that pasuk, although it might be late, it might be early on, it might be in uh, Tzav, uh, actually. Uh, sorry, I mean, actually it's, it would be in Pasuk Shmini because that uh, talks about the death of Nadav and Aviv. And this Pasuk is written straight after uh, the death of Nadav and Aviv. Uh, and uh, it's one of the, th- the reasons that uh, the rabbis bring is because the, it's juxtaposed these Pesukim uh, that they might have been drunk. One of the sins that is attributed to them uh, is that they were drunk. All right, uh, that is that. However, Ella Perei Rosh Minalan, where does it say uh, if you, um, you've got long hair uh, that you would get uh, the death penalty? Metebedei Shemayim. So the Gemara answers, Dictive, Roshem Eloi Galeichu. No, they're not allowed to shave their heads. Perei Eloi Yishalaychu. The Pasuk that you said, they're not allowed to let the, the hair, the locks grow long. And then straight after, we, we, we learned that Pasuk earlier, and now straight after, the Pasuk in Yechezkel, uh, chapter 44, verse 20, the previous one, and this cha- uh, verse 21, when they go into the inner courtyard, and uh, we have that. So now, we have a, a two Pasukim, one after the other, and from that juxtaposition, Itkish, Pruel Rosh, Lishdiyayayin, the person who's got long hair uh, is a Kohen who's got long hair is is compared, contrasted because they connected the Hekish uh, to people who drink wine. Marsh to Ayan, the same way people who drink wine are liable to the death penalty, as we saw from the Pasuk and Shmini. Afare Rosh, the So too, uh, if they have got long hair, they would be liable to the death penalty. Right, the Gemara says, but uh, you know, so Mina, uh, if that's the case, you can say, Ma, Shtuayan, the Machal. Uh, if that is the case, that a person who's uh, drink drunk wine will defile the avoda. Uh, he's uh, you know desecrated what what he's done. Uh, he says after a rosh avoda. So too have got long hair. Uh, it's not considered a good avoda. And the Gemara says, law no. Uh, it says only in in terms of ki et kish lemita who de et kish. It's only in, with regard to the the juxtaposition only teaches you uh, that they're both equally liable to the death penalty. But when it comes to nullify um, um, uh, the the desecrating the avoda, it doesn't apply to that. The avoda of a person who does long hair uh, is considered good. Okay, so Amalei uh, Ravina, Laravashi, Ravina actually. He says, Rav Ashi, <coughs> so this is interesting because normally when we look for a source for something, we always look for the source in the Torah. And, and here, uh, there is no source in the Torah. Uh, the source is from Nevi'im. 
and uh, that's a bit strange. So that's that's what Ravina's question is to Ravashi. He says before Yechezkel came and derived this, um, wh- where do we know it from? Uh, you know, uh, how did we know such a halacha? It's not in the Torah, uh, and Yechezkel uh, and couldn't have made it up. So you know, man amra. So who said it? In other words, what is the the source uh, for that? Amalei. So the answer he answers letameich. But according to your reasoning, had amra Ravchista. What about what Ravchista says? Devarze mitorat Moshe lonamadnu. And what Rav Chista said, this um, something, and, and he's talking here about a, um, a Kohen that has not had a Brit Milah, he says from uh, the actual Torah itself, we did not learn it. And we did read Kabbalah, we learned it from Divrei Kabbalah, which we had said uh, a few days ago was the... Um, was talking about uh, the prophets. Okay, we learn from there. Call uh, Ben Nechar, and and it's a pasuk in Yechezko, also chapter forty-four, uh, a little bit earlier, at verse nine. Call uh, Ben Nechar, any anyone that is a stranger, Arolev Arobasar, and he's uncircumcised of heart. In other words, he uh, uh, you know is is an, an apostate, uh, and also if he's got an uncircumcised foreskin, Loyavo and Amikdash. He's not allowed to Amikdash. He's not allowed to come into my Amikdash. Okay, hi. Um, so I've actually got the same question with that. So really it's not um, um, trying to dismiss, it's not trying to answer the question, it's trying to amplify the question, actually. Uh, in other words, uh, where do we learn this, all of this from? Therefore, uh, the answer to both those questions, um, uh, so therefore, what do we have? It's it's a Gemara Gemirla. Uh, we have a tradition uh, handed down to us from Moshe, uh, the same way as uh, the rest of the the oral law. Uh, it was handed down to us. Uh, and we just uh, hung it on a pasuk. He supported it via verse. Okay, it's not creating anything new. Uh, it was there already. Hakanami, the same thing. Gemara Gemirla, uh, the same thing. The uncircumcised Kohen. We knew from before, uh, just Yechezkel um, uh, made it an explicit pasuk in Yechezkel, uh, but we knew it from before, it was really oral law from before, and the same thing here when we have a person, Kohen, that drunk uh, the, this Kohen uh, with, you know, sorry, not drunk uh, with, with, with long hair, uh, we say Yechezkel just gave us a pasuk, but really we knew that about the long hair uh, beforehand from a tradition and uh, when we learn that Talacha, it was only to do with Mita, uh, with death. And uh, the same Halacha that told us about uh, the, 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 the tradition that was passed to us, only was passed to us in terms of uh, the Avoda and not um, uh, anything else. Um, it was uh, the Avoda uh, and not uh, the Mita. Um, sorry, uh, it, was, it was, sorry, only one. Uh, if you serve with long hair, you get the death penalty, but it does not desecrate the avoda. Okay, that is that. All right, quoting the uh, next part of the Mishnah, uh, and uh, we have the, the following. Okay, call cut of Megillah Tanit Mutav Mutar. We say any day that it's written in Megillah Tanit, you're not allowed to eulogize, you're not allowed to fast uh, on it the day before, but you are allowed to do uh, the day after. Okay, uh, we have a discussion about this. Tanner Abanan, Eilan Yome Delo, the Hitanaa Bohon, it says, the Pasuk, these are the days on which fasting is prohibited, uh, and it says, Miktaton, and a few of them, Delo Nemisbat Bohon, and a few of them, you're also not allowed to give a eulogy.
so we see, and uh, we quote the rest of the Brahma says, Meresh Yarka, Denisan, from Rosh Kodesh Nisan, at Tamnabe, until the eighth day. It kum Tamida. There was a fight with the Tstukim, uh, the Sadducees, about the uh, the Tamid offering. Okay, and uh, that was really about whether uh, the Tamid offering uh, was able to be offered from communal funds or whether it was able to come, uh, had to be offered from communal funds, which is the rabbi's position. And the Tzedukim said, no, it could even be given as a private gift and you could use an animal as a, uh, from a private gift uh, for the, the Tamid offering. Okay, so they, they finally uh, beat the, the Tzedukim over there. The Lord misbad behind, you're not allowed to. Uh, eulogize on those days. Um, uh, from the eighth day of Nisan until the end of Pesach, uh, uh, with the, 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 the sages beat the Baitusim uh, in terms of uh, Shavuot and, and, and uh, they, they won because the, the Pasuk says, um, uh, it says, uh, on, the, on the day after Shabbat, uh, it talks about uh, um, that you should count the Omer from the day after Shabbat. And the famous argument there is to do with the fact that um you uh, it, it really the rabbi said it really means second night Pesach. Uh, the 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 said no, it must mean that you only start counting the Omer. It doesn't make a difference when Pesach falls. You only start counting it from after Shabbat. And uh, the rabbis won in that case. There's a whole discussion in Gemara and Menachot where where it deals with all the arguments backwards and forwards, etc. But uh, the, here the Gemara just mentions uh, Shavuot was established uh, at at the right time. Uh, and you're not allowed to eulogize during that period as well. All right, so the Gemara says, hold on one sec. From the first new, the new moon of, of Nisan until the eighth. Okay, we, we established the Tamid offering. Uh, you're not allowed to fast, uh, not allowed to uh, eulogize on them. Lama, why do you need to even talk about Rosh Chodesh? Lama, Nisan, Nisan. You should actually only speak for the for the from the second day of Nisan. Why Rosh Chodesh? Gufa Yom Tov Vudvaser. Because Rosh Chodesh is uh, considered to be a uh, almost like a small Yom Tov, and uh, you know a, a, a day which you're not allowed to fast on. It's Aser is prohibited to fast on that day. Amarav Rav says Lord Nitzra Ela Lasar Yom Shlefanav. Uh, that really what it is, we only mentioned Rosh Chodesh Nisan uh, to say that you're not allowed to eulogize even the day before uh, over here because uh, you know for, uh, if you're not allowed to fast on a day, then you're not, you know, even uh, the day before has got special significance. And the Gemara says Lefanav Nami but even the day before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we have a lay Yom Shlefanav Rosh Chodesh surely it's the day before Rosh Chodesh and maybe even that uh, because Rosh Chodesh is, uh, you know, like a special day and therefore the day before Rosh Chodesh is fine. Uh, Rosh Chodesh uh, Dorata who we say no Rosh Chodesh is Dorata, Dorata law by Chizuk and we don't need to add on uh, extra things. If it's Dorata people take it seriously and therefore uh, almost paradoxically had this also uh, in Rosh Hashanah as well uh, that um, you, you don't have to, uh, that if something is Dorata uh, you, you don't need to strengthen it even more. People take it seriously. Okay, uh, the Gemara says Lefanav Nami uh, and even before the day before before um, 
Rosh Chodesh. Nisan um, Tzadik Lai, Tavel Hayom, Shlefnai Rosh Chodesh. Sorry, we, we, we just uh, did that. Uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't need Kiddush. Chizuk. The Tanya, as we learned, we just backed this up. Hamim Ha'ele HaKutuvim, Megillah Tanit, these days that are written in Megillah Tanit, Lifnaim, Vachareim Asurin, before and after, or Asur to, to fast before and after. Shabbatot, Yamim Tuvim, what happens when it comes to a Shabbat on Yom Tov? Hain Asurin, Lifnaim Rachareim Muturin, but before them and after them uh, are permitted. And my Hefresh Ben Zel is it's almost like the days in Megillah Tanit, uh, which are obviously of a lesser status than Shabbat and Yom Tov themselves, uh, are uh, they, they, you know, seem the, the joy seems to extend uh, both before and after. And uh, whereas for Shabbat and Yom Tov, before and after, uh, it would seem that you would be allowed to fast. So, how does that work? Hello, uh, Divrei Torah. Now, the answer is we've explained um, uh, the Shabbat and Yom Tov are from the Torah, the Torah and Shrikin Kizuk, uh, and you don't need to bolster uh, the uh, these um, Shabbat and Yom Tov, Halu uh, Divrei Sofrim, but these other uh, minor fast uh, uh, happy days, sorry, uh, are from the Sofrim, are from the uh, sages and Divrei uh, Sofrim from the rabbis, Divrei Sofrim Shrikin Kizuk, and Divrei Sofrim the the rabbis' words need to be strengthened because people take them much less seriously. Okay, a uh, good place to stop. We'll pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussion about uh, the holidays of Megillah Tanit. Everyone should have a great day.